0: today is friday july 16th 2021 and that means that uh, well already today about uh, 12 hours ago john Mayer's eighth studio album sob rock has been released to the world i have already listened several times to every song all 10 uh four of them we already had heard um they were released as singles uh, over the last it's interesting uh I can't remember which one was first, but uh, either I guess I just feel like or uh, New Light was released like two years ago. Um, but uh, t- yeah, either here or there. Fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, I'm you know, I'm not going to go on and on about it. I talked about that yesterday and I'm going to have an album review on that next week as well. Uh, my first thought was, wow, sounds very much like the Eagles, Don Henley of the 80s. Uh, the, well, the early Eagles and then Don Henley kind of went on a, went on a solo path there but yep yeah, that's that uh check it out so uh and here we are today with uh just some music stories and some cool stuff uh i am going to talk a little bit about john mayer i guess in that sense uh but gonna cover a few things here first of course uh this past week we had drop top alibi uh lead singer brandon on with me uh for a full interview it was Great conversation, great guy. Uh, all the bands that I've covered out of Canada there have been just fantastic, and uh, I really encourage you to check their music out. Uh, and then this coming Tuesday, the 20th, I am going to have Gray Hallberg of Wooly Mammoth on with me. Uh, just an awesome jam band there out of New England area. Uh, Gray's a friend of mine I met uh, just recently and, and uh, had a great conversation with him. So excited for that one uh, as well. Then had a couple uh, artists uh, or not artist interviews. Those are the artists interviews that we just talked about. Had a couple, uh, just little episodes here you know, during the week as usual, uh, you know, with our album review our song, uh, lyric breakdown, all that good stuff. And, uh, going to continue to just, you know, work on some stuff here with mid park. And we've got, uh, some services that I continue to put up on social media available. Um, just excited about the growth of things and, uh, yeah, that's, that's really that. Um, so like I said, the first thing that I want to, I guess, you know, we'll start with is, is, you know, this episode is about the power of music and just, uh, you know, the connection that it, that it is able to bring and and what it's able to do for us in many, many ways. Uh, And and for me personally, I mean, there's, there's really no, you know, where I could start more strong uh, than uh, that of my love for John Mayer's music and John Mayer and as a person and um, you know, my, my, quote unquote bromance uh, as those who would make fun of the relationship would say. Um, but it is far more than that to me. Uh, and I know many others as well. You know, Jai, I feel very connected to John uh, not only musically, like I just mentioned, but you know, as a person and, and uh, you know, he was a very, and, and I, I have no problem saying this because I know, and I've heard him say it in interviews before. And I know, know, he would say it continuously as well you know he was a very ignorant uh young man you know in his early 20s uh had to learn a lot of things the hard way as uh, is the same case for myself um and I still have my guess not learned everything but uh you know throughout the course of my early twenties and whatnot, I've messed up uh quite a few things, but that's the way it goes for for people like myself and and john and and many 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 others like i said um so you know with the release of the new album here, it's a big it is a big thing for me i mean uh the and I mentioned this on social media, the, the album that, you know, really I fell in love with John and, and, you know, was, uh, the search for everything his most recent one before this in 2017. So a little over four years ago, ever since then, he's, I mean, sincerely, I mean, within about three months of falling in love with that album. And then from there on, I mean, that's, he's been my favorite artist ever since. Um, but before that, you know, I had only really heard his main, uh you know hits and and a few between and hadn't really dove into his music but um this is really the first time i guess since all of that and you know has since i've had a, the opportunity to really learn about his life and his growth as a as a you know from a, that young man uh through adulthood now to a fully grown man who is you know well aware of himself and and knows you know what he brings to the table across the board and um you know, that's, that's what I strive to be myself. Uh, so I guess ultimately just the the lesson here being, you know, the, the connection that we can have with artists. Um, you know, I, I obviously am using John Mayer as my example, but I know those of you listening in, I'm sure, you know, are in a a similar boat, um, with somebody. Um, and it may not even be an artist, you know, it it could be why do I keep saying, you know, damn it. Uh, it could be a actor, a actress, a, a athlete, a uh, chef. I'm looking. I'm looking in my kitchen. Uh, anybody, you know, that that kind of brings that spiritual connection to you. Obviously, I am going to talk about music and uh, that specific thing here for this podcast because that's what I do and, and what's important to me. Uh, but. You know, even if you were listening in, and, and and you don't feel that with a musician, I know that that is there with other things. But um, just to round that out again, I guess just you know, there are how do I say it? There, are, there, are, I guess they're just very openly. There are some that don't ever really have that connection. I think with with unless with people in their own lives. You know, of course, you they have their wives or good friends or whatnot. But I think it's just the way some people's personalities are, and and you know. Others have the ability to connect deeply with people that they may not necessarily have met in real life uh, and others don't. And that's okay, one way or the other. But for those of us that do and that kind of have, you know, need that, um, you know, it's 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 okay. I guess I say, Um, you know, that's it is. I go with the you knows again. It is tremendously important to have uh, a guidance or role models with an s you know whether that's one or or 10 um that you look at uh you know and that you oh my god i'm going to stop i'm just, all right, this that's the end of the episode what i keep saying you know somebody hit me with some I, I don't know there's nobody here other than the dogs but guys come bite me Ugh. i'm just going to move on to the next subject <laughs> but like i said that that is just Really my love for John Mayer and, and all that good stuff. So um, moving on, i got a couple stories here that uh, we'll talk about that I think are really interesting. Uh, so this first one here, if you listen to the power of music episode last week, I mentioned uh, um, something about the Phoenix Suns, which is uh, one of two teams in the NBA finals right now playing against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and the, what I mentioned about the Phoenix Suns were their DJs and how, uh, as the playoffs have gone on and, and it's really cool for both of these teams because this is really the furthest they've gone, uh, and I mean, ever a long time. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a big thing for either team that wins the finals. It's great. Um, haven't had that in a while. You know, the, the main teams have dominated over the last 10 years. Uh, this is the first finals without LeBron or Steph Curry in over 10 years. So very interesting. Uh, and if you had Kobe in the mix, it's like 15 years, um, somewhere around there, but either this is about sports. Um, that one, was about the Phoenix suns, DJs, and as the season has progressed and everything, they've really you know, found a, a, a true home there. And, you know, people have relied on them for the energy, not only the fans, but the players. And, and they've had, you know, meetings with the players to try to get a vibe for the, the actual songs they want to hear during the, the game at different points. And um, really just trying to hone in on their craft. And it was a really awesome article. But this one I thought was interesting because that was about Phoenix. This is about the Milwaukee Bucks DJ. Uh, it's a woman named Shauna. Uh, shauna nichols dj shauna uh she goes by um but it's about her essentially she has dropped her first original song uh so i I, again i just think that that's interesting and it it talks a lot about uh, what she has done there you know with the God, i can't keep stumbling over myself now i'm just gonna get over it um talks about the things that she's been able to do with the Bucks and and the in the arena there and how this in dropping her own song for the first time has been a huge goal of hers and um, again it's awesome I mean it's uh, it's just really interesting to have two articles like that back to back about both of those teams obviously they're both in the finals but um, just yeah. Check it out. Uh so again, and I tried to do that last week. I'm not sure if it ended up uh linking or not, but um it's a pretty pretty long article. Got a lot of quotes in here from her, but um tried to do it last week, and I hope it, to have uh the articles linked in there as well in the podcast description. So check that out. Um and then what else do we got here? We've got uh, so this one I thought is really interesting. Um, so the um couple out of canada uh so i've been doing a lot with canadian bands lately but this was really cool as well and it's about um it's a black couple and the title of the article is six decade legacy of teaching music and love um Really cool. So Winston and Doreen Johnson broke barriers in the 60s as Brantford's first black teachers in elementary and high school. I'll read a little bit of it here. Uh, History, Music, Church, and the Brant Sanatorium drew Winston Johnson uh, and Doreen Jones together more than six decades ago. And the couple created a lasting legacy of music, education love in this community and beyond. Celebrating their 60th wedding anniversary this week, the couple broke race barriers in Brantford when Wynn became the first black high school teacher and Doreen became the first black elementary teacher in town. For 33 years and hundreds of local kids, the Johnsons were a first connection with a black person and the couple was determined those impressions would be good ones. It was preached to us from day one that we needed to choose our friends and the places we went wisely, said Doreen, about growing up in the city. It wasn't that we represented blacks in the community, but our families were determined that we should have a good reputation. We were told you can't buy a good reputation. That reputation has followed the family through the years. They are remembered fondly by former students and those blessed by their music ministry. Doreen taught youngsters at Mount Pleasant School, Tranquility, Russell Reed, and Graham Graham Bell uh, talks a little bit about, you know, the the school districts and, um, yeah, really goes into detail with what they've done over the last 60 years. uh, and, And some of the nicknames that the kids have come up with for them and, you know, knowing them almost like grandparents in the community. It's really cool. And again, just the whole with as as disconnected as our world seems uh in today's day and age especially as it comes to race and, and all of the headlines that have to do with bad things involving race this is a great one uh with like i said a, a beautiful black couple winston and doreen johnson been married 60 years um and just been been honing out the music love to the kids and i you know i mentioned a, a story last week as well uh about Band that, that did some touring to different elementary schools and whatnot. And, and, um, thought that was, thought that was interesting. And there's you know, always, I, I think it's just so very important to get music in kids' ears as early as it can, you know, even as, as a baby, you know, the vibrations of music and everything, you feel that as early as you, you know, as, as your body begins to develop, um, music is a part of who we are. Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, this one, here, right out of Chicago, um, wanted to touch on it. Cause I think it, 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 has a lot of interesting points in it. And it's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of happy in the ending, but, uh, the, the title, the title of the article here, it's uh, music writer faces long road to recovery after what do you think happened here in Chicago? after being shot in Humboldt Park, uh, quote and saying he, he was saying it could have been so much worse. Scott Morrow spent days fighting for his life. Now friends and family are stepping up to help fund his long recovery. So long story short, uh, the article again, you can read for, for yourself there, but, um, this dude is, is been living in, in Chicago for like eight, nine years now is walking home after the Puerto Rican parade one night and, uh, he got shot in his back. Uh, like just, it was crossfire. He wasn't meant to be shot. Um, and that's, I mean, it, in the area that he was shot, it's a pretty well known area. Unfortunately, lately for a lot of shootings, um, you know, as I'm talking and people here from, you know, Oh, he's in Chicago. I mean, it, I don't never feel in danger in my neighborhood, thankfully. Um and I'm pretty smart with with you know my back watching my back and, and knowing what to do in situations. But, you know, in this situation, he was shot and literally was walking home with headphones in, which rings a bell to me because I am walking with headphones in all the time. Uh and this wasn't that late. It was like nine PM Um Oh sorry. No, this was this there was a horrible shooting that same night that was around nine PM. His was just before one AM either here nor there, uh, it's, it's nobody's fault, but the shooters. And, uh, it talks a lot about, you know, his experience when he felt he got shot and and he actually was aware, you know, in the, in the ambulance and, uh, he kind of passed out for a bit and then the police got him or the EMTs got him in the ambulance and he was thinking about his family and friends and, uh, He said to himself, I'm working on an album. I can't die before this album gets done. Um, He said stupid stuff like that. Uh, And that's a quote from his. And I think there's an interesting thing in here as well, where he talks about a little bit of survivor's guilt and, and a little bit of support guilt in that. An online fundraiser for Mara raised more than $20,000 as of Wednesday evening. Uh, Some of his friends are also arranging a fundraiser in his honor at G-Man Tavern in Wrigleyville, where they put on regular shows. And this was the point that I thought was very interesting. It's very true and very sad, unfortunately. I feel very fortunate, he said, to have a really incredible support system. Family, friends, and friends of friends. Uh, I feel very grateful, but I also feel very sad for people going through this every day that doesn't have the same support systems. I wish there's more I could do more the city could do more that everybody could do to prevent these kinds of things from happening. So a, obviously, yes, we want to prevent those things from happening and the city does not do enough. B that's also true in, there are a lot of these shootings as we just, you know, have been talking about and as is very often highlighted in the, the national news and beyond, um, especially on the South side of Chicago, where resources are thin, where there's not a lot of money, where there's not a lot of um, medical treatment, where there's not a lot of me- uh, resources to mental health. Um, and when things like this happen, it's it's the when it rains, it pours type of thing. Um, I just was having a conversation the other day with somebody, uh, you know, when a basement floods for somebody who has the the money and the resources to get it fixed, it's a pain in the ass for sure. But still at the end of the day, you have the money and the resources to get it fixed, thankfully. And in the end it's only things and it can be fixed. There are many people who can have their basements flooded, you know, thinking about Katrina and things like that. And I'm, I'm kind of getting off the topic, but just trying to compare the same type of thing. Um, you know, just in general, that idea of not having the resources to fix something that that you had no control over even happening to you. Uh, it's just the worst it's when it rains, it pours. You, you mean there's you can't control when it rains and you can't control how hard it rains. So things happen and and they become even worse because, again, going back to this specific example, there's so many on the South side of Chicago and in the entire city of Chicago and in many cities in the United States and in many places across the world who do not have the resources just as he mentioned, or the support system or the ability to go on and have somebody create a GoFundMe for them. And it's, it's sad, uh, but it's reality. And I, I thought that that was important to touch on because again, we are here in Chicago and, um, have to always keep things in mind. Uh, but I, again, I'm, I'm realistic and I'm not a fear mongerer, and going to sit here and, and tell you that Chicago is not a safe place. and You shouldn't come here for a vacation. Again, if you're smart and, and know, and, and reach out to me, ask me questions, you know, uh, reach out to people that, that know what they're doing and, and know the area. I mean, that's the case where anywhere you should go. Um, so Chicago is a great place just to, some violence that needs to be quelled in some specific areas that uh they don't do a very good job in quelling and and uh lots of the city suffers because of it either here nor there i mentioned uh Canada with the the, the article there, uh, and that's a, the last thing that I want to touch on is is wiggling off of that. I should have I should have flip flopped them. I should have done the Canada story last, and it would have led nice uh, right into it. But either here nor there, I, w- I just want to talk about those Canadian bands that I have uh, covered over the last few weeks, and um, just the, you know the relationship that I've garnered with them, and and uh, this kind of speaks to the overall you know connection of music again. Uh, so I had. One in the chamber originally on uh, it was over a month ago now with jared and christian and uh, i met them really just through social media through hashtags i checked out their music thought man this stuff is really good uh thankfully they replied to a message that i sent them on instagram we linked up that way we had a nice skype call uh we've stayed in contact since they hooked me up with Jailbirds and uh, Drop Top Alibi, and from there and there. Um, so it's just a, a testament again to the two things really the strength of music, uh, or I guess I should cover that next. The, first off, the strength of social media in a good way. Uh, there are tremendously terrible ways in which, terrible, terrible ways in which social media can be abused in many ways but there are also lots of good things about it. And I try to reiterate that to people that, you know, with all the bad that's out there, and it's kind of like what I was just saying with the, the, the race stories and everything with all the bad that's out there, there is good. You just have to find it. And, and with social media, there's a lot of capability that you have in and, and Instagram with hashtags and, uh, with meeting new people and, and creating great content and, uh, truly sharing what you love and promoting different things. It's great. Uh, but there's lots of bad as well, but the good is this is a perfect example of being able to meet bands and people like Jared and people like Christian uh, and, and people like John uh, and Mike and Liam uh, and Brandon. Good, I got everybody there that I've that I've at least met with. Uh, and yeah, I just want to, you know, like I said, touch on that. And I think it's the perfect testament to, to the strength of the connection of music and everything that goes between. Um, that's really it. Yeah, that's really it, folks. A quick one today. Um, again, I don't ever want to force anything. You know, I have uh, 30 minutes or so listed as the the time for the for the episodes. And I know we're a little short on this one today, but, you know, I refuse to get to the point where I'm you know, trying to get to exactly 30 minutes, whether I go five minutes over, five minutes too short. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's That's kind of what I tell everybody too. When I'm having uh, our, our interviews, I usually say, yeah, I mean, I try to keep it to an hour, but uh, if we stop at a half hour or feel like it's been a good conversation, or if we're talking an hour and we've only got halfway through what we feel like we want to cover, we'll keep it going. It uh, makes no sense to force things either way. Uh, and that's the case for myself. Uh, again, I really, really hope that you're enjoying everything so far. I'm um, getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of lot of listens that I've been really, really excited to see. Um, and I've also been excited to see that by far and away, the most listened to episodes over the last few weeks have been the artist interviews. And that's how it should be. Um, and I think there's reason for that. Um, you know, uh, the, the uh, our audience coming both from just the random that that comes in from hashtags and so on from sharing different things. And then, of course, the artist's audience, my own audience, audience mixing those together. uh, It's great. And and I think that's really the, the goal of those artist interviews and of the podcast is to have those have the most exposure. So excited to report that. And as I've said all along, if you want to hear any specific uh, album reviews or, or lyrical breakdowns, or if you have an artist you think would be a great candidate for an interview, send them my way, please. I would love to uh, to check them out and uh, give it an opportunity. But again, that's that. And with that, my friends, we are going to play John Mayer in a new song here off of the sob rock album. Uh, this is going to be so far. I just mentioned on the episode yesterday that you should ask me about three hours uh, when I, or I'm sorry, three years truly when, uh, uh, my favorite song will be, uh, it'll take me that long to probably get to it. But right now, uh, my, my favorite thus far is the final track on the album. All I want is to be with you. Um, every song on there is beautiful. Every song has its own meeting. Every song has its own, uh, every song is, is certainly along the same theme, but it all has its own sound it all has its own beauty uh but this one starts out with a nice little uh it's almost a western twist if you if you listen to orwell peck it'll give you that that sound very early on but um i mentioned earlier you'll hear a lot of what i also hear that i compare to the eagles sound uh, but it finishes out with just about a minute and a half of a beautiful uh Outro with a guitar and and John uh, singing a chorus kind of in the background that is really really a staple of of his music and and this is you know I said that yesterday with and I'll probably I'll say that with every damn song but I said that yesterday with Last Train Home say that here with this one as well but uh, like I said I always want to give john mayer as much credit as i can um and i don't think i need to mention but of course midpark multimedia is not the original owner or creator of any of the music associated on this podcast that would be this song here uh written and and created by john mayer all i want is to be with you enjoy it and enjoy your weekend ahead everybody Uh, and again we will be back with you next week uh to uh touch on a number of things especially my interview with gray hallberg of woolly mammoth that'll be on the 20th is coming up uh, this Tuesday coming up. Be sure to check that out. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time on the Mid Park Music On Air podcast.
1: I can fake it and pretend. I don't want to see your face again. Find me someone new But all I want